Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Get It Done podcast. I am Chrissy McMillan, and I'm so glad you joined me today. So pull up that laundry basket, do your dishes, or hop on your treadmill. Do whatever you need to get done today while not allowing time in God's Word to get pushed so far down your list that it doesn't happen. Hi friends, welcome to episode 9. Today is Tuesday, October 13th, and today we're going to go through John chapter 9 and then end by reading Psalm chapter 9. I have to apologize as something happened with the podcast and it hasn't been published at the right time the last couple of days. So I hope you're able to catch up with John 8. And if you haven't, I encourage you to go back and listen to that one and then jump in here as we go through John 9. I'm going to jump right in with the scripture starting in verse 1. As he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth and his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned? this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, It was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Having said these things, he spit on the ground and made mud with the saliva. Then he anointed the man's eyes with the mud and said to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. The neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar were saying, Is this not the man who used to sit and beg? Some said, It is he. Others said, No, but he is like him. He kept saying, I am the man. So they said to him, Then how were your eyes opened? He answered, The man called Jesus made mud and anointed my eyes, and said to me, Go to Siloam and wash. So I went and washed and received my sight. They said to him, Where is he? He said, I do not know. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had formerly been blind. Now it was a Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. So the Pharisees again asked him how he had received his sight, and he said to them, He put mud on my eyes, and I washed, and I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. But others said, How can a man who is a sinner do such signs? There was a division among them. So they said again to the blind man, What do you say about him, since he has opened your eyes? He said, He is a prophet. The Jews did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight, until they called the parents of the man who had received his sight and asked them, Is this your son, who you say was born blind? How then does he see? His parents answered, We know that this is our son and that he was born blind. But how he now sees we do not know, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him, he is of age, he will speak for himself. His parents said these things because they feared the Jews, for the Jews had already agreed that if anyone should confess Jesus to be Christ, he was to be put out of the synagogue. Therefore his parents said, He is of age, ask him. So for the second time they called the man who had been blind and said to him, Give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered, Whether he is a sinner I do not know. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. They said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I have told you already, and you would not listen. 
Why do you want to hear it again? Do you also want to become his disciples? And they reviled him, saying, You are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we do not know where he comes from. The man answered, Why, this is an amazing thing. You do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered him, You were born in utter sin, and would you teach us? And they cast him out. Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and having found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and it is he who is speaking to you. He said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. Jesus said, For judgment I came into this world, that those who do not see may see, and those who see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard these things and said to him, Are we also blind? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say we see, your guilt remains. I know that usually I don't read the entire passage without stopping in the middle to say something, but I just felt like this entire story just needs to be kept together. So obviously Jesus heals the blind man who had been blind his entire life, right? And what happens? First, the people around him question whether this was, in fact, the blind man that they had known as a beggar. Once they have these people convinced, they take the now-seeing man to the Pharisees. Now, the Pharisees, first of all, put off that this could be an act of God because a godly person wouldn't do this on the Sabbath, right? And then they question whether or not this man was ever blind. They go to his parents to prove it. Of course, the parents say he was blind, but they don't really want to get involved because they're afraid of the Jews and being kicked out of the synagogue. And, you know, they know that right now it's like dangerous to believe in Jesus. So they just say again that he was of age and he can tell them what he wants to tell them. So then they question the blind man again. Well, not the blind man, the now seeing man. And they want him to basically write off Jesus's involvement and give the glory to God. He's like, I don't understand who that guy is, but I know that I was blind and now I can see. And he's the one who put the mud on my eyes. So basically I'm with him, whoever he is. They just simply cannot believe that Jesus is from God and they end up casting the man out. Of course, Jesus finds him, tells the man who he is, the man believes and worships him. The Pharisees just continue to be blind to who Jesus is. Now, I actually just want to go back to the very beginning of the chapter when we see the disciples question who had sinned, the blind man or his parents, because he was born blind. I love, 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 love Jesus's answer here and really want to focus on that for a minute. In verse 3, Jesus answered, It was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. You guys, how often do we know someone who has a baby born and something just isn't fully right? Maybe it's a physical ailment. Maybe it's mental. Maybe both. And we question, why would God do this? It's right here. It's so that the works of God might be displayed in them. We don't know why, 
but what we do know is that God can use it for his glory. Maybe it's not a baby, but it's something that's happened in your life that you just cannot understand or wrap your mind around why God would allow it when God is love. Friends, I think that this is the answer to so many of those things in our lives that we don't understand. God can use anything and any situation for his glory. Whatever you have been through, whatever you're going through, I know that these situations happen all the time in my life. Sometimes little, sometimes they've been big, but you know what? If we can focus on the fact that God is going to use those works so that people might see him, it can change our attitude and our perspective. Can't it? I really encourage you to surrender to God your situations and let him use you. Let's pray through Psalm 9 together before we go for today. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. When my enemies turn back, they stumble and perish before your presence. For you have maintained my just cause. You have sat on the throne, giving righteous judgment. You have rebuked the nations. You have made the wicked perish. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. The enemy came to an end in everlasting ruins. Their cities you rooted out. The very memory of them has perished. But the Lord sits enthroned forever. He has established his throne for justice, and he judges the world with righteousness. He judges the peoples with uprightness. The Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. And those who know your name put their trust in you. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Sing praises to the Lord who sits enthroned in Zion. Tell among the peoples his deeds, for he who avenges blood is mindful of them. He does not forget the cry of the afflicted. Be gracious to me, O Lord. See my affliction from those who hate me. O you who lift me up from the gates of death, that I may recount all your praises. That in the gates of the daughter of Zion, I may rejoice in your salvation. The nations have sunk in the pit that they made. In the net that they hid, their own foot has been caught. The Lord has made himself known. He has executed judgment. The wicked are snared in the work of their own hands. The wicked shall return to Sheol, all the nations that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten, and the hope of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Lord! Let not man prevail. Let the nations be judged before you. Put them in fear, O Lord. Let the nations know that they are but men. Amen. Come back tomorrow as we go through John 10 together and spread the word to your friends that need to be filled with God's word each day. Follow me on Spotify and find me on my website, chrissymcmillan.com. Feel free to drop me a message, question, or comment at my email, Get it done mailbox at gmail.com. As you go today, remember 3 John 1 2. Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well 
with your soul. 